live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 612 on this Friday morning. Great to be with you. Eric, uh, we were talking yesterday because it was opioid, what was it? It was Overdose Awareness Day. International Overdose Awareness Prevention Day. And I've expressed this frustration because the opioid epidemic, overdoses, drug issues, it's so hard to break through because I feel like the more we talk about it, the more it just becomes white noise to people. Yeah, and, and you don't see it getting any better. And you never think something like opioids is something heroin or, you know, whether it's pills or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. will affect. You never think that's not about me until it is about you, right. you a family member or somebody close to you. And then it becomes your world. Yeah. And so yesterday was this overdose awareness day like you were talking about. And it was interesting. I caught, I caught up with a couple of people and just they gave some interesting perspective on like what can happen to help, like at least cut this down. Like what can you do right now to help with this? Spoke with Lori Badura. She's a mother from Oconomowoc, lost her 19-year-old son Archie to an overdose. And she said one thing that she doesn't seem, she doesn't feel like it gets the attention that say like COVID did when that was at its peak. Look what we did for COVID. I mean, for COVID, there was news flashes. There was very many things that we did as a nation every single day. And are we doing that? Are we making this known? I think not. I think there's several, several people who still don't know what the word fentanyl is. And it's dangerous because, you know, you can take one pill and it will kill you. Right. And one thing she also meant, I mean, she's saying that uh, hundreds are dying a day from accidental overdoses and whatnot, not in Wisconsin, but across the country. And one suggestion she had, I know it's going to sound cliche, but like parents, you got to say something, even if it's a couple of lines, get something in front of your kids so they can process it. They need to know when they go to college, when you're dropping off your college kid, don't take an Advil from anybody, period. Don't take a pill from anybody. That discussion needs to happen because right now on Snapchat and all the social media, kids think they're getting you know, something, a, a, a pill to study for a test, and you know what? It can end your life. Yeah, and that has happened, uh, unfortunately, many, many times. It's really solid advice. You know, we just dropped my daughter off at college, and that yeah. was one of the things almost verbatim And we told her. First of all, you know, we want you to be free and explore and do things, and, you know, college is college. Yep, 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 my wife that. said, no pills. Like, whatever, whatever's going on, no pills. You don't know what's in that. And no hard stuff. Like, and I, that was my message to her. I'm like, one time. It all takes you don't know what's time. in there, yep. and you're addicted or you're dead. Like, and so that was a message. You want your kids to go out there and you know, do what kids do and, and whatever. But, yeah, that's a really important message. 614 on Wisconsin's Morning News. we got sports coming up for you next. WTMJ's Vince Vitrano here. A couple years ago, my knee was acting up. As an athlete, I've played through pain before, but it was getting to the point where I couldn't compete in the sports I loved. I decided to check out Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. It's the best decision I've made. I felt no pressure to have surgery. That was important to me. We had choices. I ultimately did choose to have a procedure. I was in and out in just hours and back in action shortly after. I recommend meeting their doctors. Visit orthowisconsin.com today. What's that sound? That's the sweet sound of you, small business owner, not having to worry about cybersecurity. <sighs> Sounds nice. U.S. Cellular is offering cybersecurity protection with unlimited data for $29.99 per line. Does that include protection from phishing? Of course. Unless you mean like the... kind. 
Get cybersecurity protection with unlimited data for $29.99. U.S. Cellular. Built for business. Built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. Next time you're due for service, visit richlands.com to schedule an appointment at any of our five conveniently located facilities. All AAA approved and all staffed by ASE certified technicians ready to serve you. Richlands. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vetrano. Brewers open a weekend series against the Phillies tonight at American Family Field. Still three games ahead of the Cubs in the race for the Central Division title. College night tonight. Special theme night package includes a hat featuring area universities. Marquette, UW-Madison, UW-Milwaukee, and those Concordia are, taking part. Those are pretty cool. We we got it. We saw that Badgers one. That's pretty neat. It's, right? it's got a little Bucky on the side and then a uh, Brewers logo that's red and white. They got a Concordia one, too. Yeah, that's cool. Sharp looking. Brewers fleece vest night. That's tomorrow night. I get as fired up as I did when I first started doing this. Well, I don't know about that, Bob. It's a good looking <laughs> vest, but my goodness. <laughs> New head coach Luke Fickle and your Wisconsin Badgers open the season in Madison tomorrow afternoon. 19th ranked in the land to start. Nice and sweaty when everyone's jumping around. 90 degrees, our temperature in Milwaukee that day. It'll be warmer inland and then on the turf and all of that stuff. My goodness. Welcoming in the Bulls of Buffalo, Eric. Badgers expected to roll. The line is like 27, 28 points. But the Bulls are not going to be intimidated. This is a report from the NBC station I pulled in Buffalo, WGRZ. Pay a visit to Buffalo Bulls football practice this week, and you're likely to hear one song in particular played over and over. That song would be Jump Around, a song that's blasted over the speakers at Camp Randall Stadium. It's a tradition at Wisconsin Badger football games. And it's Channel, Channel 2 sports reporter so Jonathan Acosta. Supposed to put a chip on the old shoulder there? <laughs> All right. So they've just been playing. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if they know what happens. Like, we don't play it over and over. No, just that one time. It's one time you hear it, you do your jump. I remember we were at one game and the Michigan players started jumping too. I've been in a few That's games a where the visiting team starts jumping also because they're digging it. Especially for the schools that never, you know, how often do we see Buffalo at Camp right. Randall? Yeah. Not very, so they right. got their one chance to jump around. It's a 2.30 kick Saturday at Camp Randall Stadium. Hey, pretty cool moment at uh, Lambeau Field last night. Packers Hall of Famers were inducted. Jordy Nelson and Josh Sitton. I wanted to play baseball because it was my favorite sport. Nope. And I wanted to play football for the Dallas Cowboys. Boo. I didn't get to play for the Cowboys, but I did get to win a Super Bowl in Cowboys Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> we go out. city. Yeah. Pretty neat a moment there. You can see the videos on Packers.com. Both of them getting emotional at times. Pretty cool to see uh, these players that you look up to having human feelings as well. Struggling from the gate. Yeah. <laughs> right Just like Jordy gate. barely got to the podium. He's, yeah. huh. <laughs> too. That's, that's uh, Tausch was there. We'll ask Tausch about it when he joins us at 7.50. 6.19. Coming up next, we got your holiday weekend travel forecast with Debbie. That's coming up. Labor Day weekend. A lot of folks looking at a probably a three-and-a-half-day weekend, if we're being honest. You know, you're off Monday, and then you're kind of sort of working today, right? You know who you are. Wait. <laughs> You're talking, are, you suggesting, you. <laughs> are you suggesting that people are cutting out early on, on a Friday of a three-day weekend? What? Yeah, right. <laughs> and the front end ain't a lot of work either. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, that last gasp of summer before you 
And a lot of kids heading back to school, of course, after Labor Day. Big time right. for travel. We talked about airline travel expected to be robust this weekend. Traditionally, mm-hmm. though, you think of people hitting the road. And around here, heading up north, out to the Dells. Debbie Lanzica here with your travel forecast. Labor Day weekend is upon us, and we have one last chance to escape the doldrums of the summer to go have fun. This is always a big weekend for us in terms of folks are going to be traveling, getting that last road trip in. So we're gearing up to help a lot of people on the roadside with our our emergency assistance. AAA's Nick Jarmus explains there's more to think about than just packing up the brats and the potato salad when you're heading out of town. If you're heading out, expect to have a lot of other folks on the road with you. Keep an eye out for folks on the side of the road who may be experiencing trouble, as well as the responders who are trying to assist them. Make sure that you have a plan to get home safely. Have a designated driver or an alternative form of transportation to get yourself home. Sure, there's tons of construction projects around, but the DOT has an SOP, Standard Operating Procedure, for the holiday weekends. It's pretty much their standard practice to suspend work in those areas during these big weekends so that they can try to open up as many lanes as possible to keep traffic flowing. Of course, even when they do that, you're still going to have some unusual configurations, maybe uneven pavement, narrower lanes than normal. So you should still be following those lower speed limits in construction zones, even if you don't see workers present. But don't let that scare you out from behind the steering wheel. And as far as gas prices go, even with the uncertainty of the hurricane season, our prices locally here in Wisconsin have come down over the past week and month. We were a little bit higher than the national average throughout much of late July and early August, which is pretty unusual for us. But things do seem to have settled back to normal and prices compared to this time last year are looking really good. So when's the best time to take off? There really is no best time. There's just less bad times. Well, we know that Thursday and Friday are typically crazy busy and you can imagine the whole weekend may be interesting. Except for Sunday. Sunday the 3rd, we're probably looking at the minimal traffic impact from the weekend. Everyone is probably already at their destination and is not quite ready to come home yet. So regardless of what we're planning, whether you're doing the Great American Road Trip... Yeah! Road Trip! Or just relaxing in the hammock on your staycation... If you're going anywhere at all, just be safe. Keep your speeds in check. Mind the move over or slow down law. And hey, let's be careful out there. Debbie Lazaga, WTMJ News. Yeah, Deb, I think that, you know, that late Monday afternoon is pretty crowded as well. Like people yeah. sort of stagger when they leave. Maybe you head off Friday, you left early. Because no one ever wants Tuesday to come. Right? A Labor Day, Tuesday. Oh, that's the first day of school, right? It's mm-hmm. uh, everything's all back the to things, normal. All the things happen. But no, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, the, the other thing is that, you know, even though they have pulled back all the construction, that's the, there's going to be weirdness out on the roads. There's nothing you can do about it. So, yeah, keep your keep your wits about you. Well, right. They may not have people out there working, but things are still a spaghetti. Right. You know, got lanes right? and different traffic patterns and all that happy stuff. So, yep. Everybody, as you said, stay safe. News about your money this morning. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average was down about 170 points to 34,722. NASDAQ was up 16 to 14,035. And the S&P 500 off just about 7 points to 4,508. Investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Get help now. Visit AnnexWealth.com. Click on the Get Started button today. Six forty-one on Wisconsin's morning news. Is this a big deal or no? People will debate it. 
It's a relationship controversy in the office of governor. How about that? Yeah, how about that, governor? Jazz as hell? He's not. It's not jazz as hell <laughs> to be say, talking about this. I don't think he would be. Article by Dan Bice, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Maybe you had it. Uh, here's the quote from the article. Handful of Democrats have spoken to the Journal Sentinel in recent weeks to express their concerns that Maggie Gao... Evers' powerful chief of staff is, from all appearances, in a longtime romantic relationship with another senior employee whom she directly supervises. So an office romance, and why is this a deal? Like, why is this even in the paper? Bice points out the number of businesses, and especially government entities, that expressly prohibit these types of relationships due to the potential for office distractions and dysfunction on the more benign end oh, to... Sure lawsuits on the serious end if things go south in the relationship. Bice writes the office has 37 people, office of governor. Governor Evers told Bice it's not a problem. But it obviously is enough of a problem that fellow Democrats are squealing to the media. Yeah, asking about it. And it's not a big office either. I mean, how many, what, three dozen people yeah, yeah, work there? Not even, right? Yeah, just over three dozen, 37. So the other part that stood out to me was Bice writes that that Governor Evers was asked about it. He had a public event this week, and so a reporter, I don't know if it was Bice himself or another reporter who got to the governor, because sometimes when they have that, they're there to talk about school funding or whatever, right. and they give you a minute or, to, yep. all right, what else you got? And so the question was put to him, and his response was, I don't think it's anybody's G-damn business. That's what he said. That's the bottom line. We fixed the damn road. The governor <laughs> likes to swear a little bit, huh? <laughs> Threw out a GD in there. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> More from the article. Sources said the relationship was creating a difficult environment in Evers' office, especially because they believe no one can raise concerns to Gao about her partner. Asked about this, the governor said, quote, that's not accurate. It's as simple as that. No way. So not only does he not want to talk about it, but in the little bit that he would, he said that nope, nothing to see here. How many concerns are there, though? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got to bring right. something up. So two people who had a beef. Somebody doesn't <laughs> right. like this one. Somebody doesn't like that one. I don't really care who dates who either, right? Or who lives with who or whatever. But the reason that you have rules in so many other places, UW system, state legislature pointed out in the article, bars these types of romantic right. relationships yeah. among staff because if it ends in litigation, it's the taxpayers yes. who are on the hook. Correct. You pay to defend the case, and if you lose the case, you pay all of that. So, I mean, so in terms of whether or not it's our GD business, it is our GD business at least to ask. Uh, office relationships are fairly common, right, across the board? Like, I guess. Like, where do you meet people anymore? Yeah, it's either right. it's that or the, or the internet. That's your spouse or your, your partner at the bar or at the office. Right? I'm trying to, I, I feel like over the years, there's been at least one, if not married couples. There's been at least one or two relationships in, in our offices, right, throughout the years. I'm talking like for the last several decades, there's always been at least one couple. Yeah, I can only think of one I don't where remember it rose a... to the level and it was alleged that one of these ones where people talked, you know, uh, yeah. I think these two got something going and, and it was it was a problem. Well, but not a supervisor issue, right? Or... Uh, I was. Oh. Someone was in charge of someone else. <laughs> all right. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's not here. <laughs> I'll say that. We fixed the damn road. Sports coming up next. The shopping mall. A late boomer and Gen X staple. 
thought to be dead or at least dying, maybe making a comeback or at least ain't dead yet. I never thought I'd see the day when two such highly reputable mischief makers as yourselves douse their drawers at the side of a mall security guard. It's about the only clip from All Rats I could play on here. <laughs> well done. Even at that. Way to find it. <laughs> right. You stay up late last night finding the one clip. <laughs> one clip. It took it took a minute today. I'm like, oh, can't I have to bleep out three f bombs? And then, no, that's no good. Our teammate from one of, from uh, ni- uh, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, Gabe Neitzel, is with us today. So I was thinking about you, and Eric's been – well, set it up, E. Why, do, why are we talking about Malls of America. So there's been a struggle with the malls because of COVID-19. But since lifting the restrictions from COVID, consumer behavior is indicating, according to USA Today, that we are returning to the mall. Physical retail has bounced back. Can confirm. My teens wanted to hang out at the mall. They just go – Maybe buy a shirt, get their Starbucks, walk around. See and be seen. So you you guys, Eric, where did you grow up? I grew up uh, just in the north side of uh, Chicago. Okay. So I grew up in a town of yes. 3,500 people. <laughs> All right. We don't have a mall. There was a mall in Beaver Dam, and it, it, the bones of it still exist, but like they just have been replaced by shops. They no longer kind of connect. The buildings themselves are connected because it's still the mall, but like all the different, you know, hallways that would connect and you could walk to yeah. don't really exist there anymore. So Gabe grew up in Horicon. Um, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, Horicon. Beaverdam was the site of the mall. We, that was a big city. Oh, yeah. That, there you go. Man, 12,000 people. Man, that's the bustling metropolis of Beaverdam, <laughs> Wisconsin. Go Golden Beavers. Um, so... Yeah, hanging out at a mall wasn't really an option because the mall was already starting to die by the time I reached high school. Like, the 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 lifeblood of that mall was a Walmart, which Beaverdam still has a Walmart, but I don't know if you've been to one recently, but they've changed a little bit since 1998. Well, and Walmart was like like the anti-mall. Yes. Right? That was like the opposite of the mall. Yeah, so Walmart started there. They've got a different property because now they're a super center and the thing itself is as big as a mall. Um, So, yeah, we didn't really have a place to, like, go hang out in terms of a mall and just walk around. It just was not an option for us growing up in Dodge County. I remember, like, the mall being – so we grew up near Mayfair – and that was where so we hung hit out. That, like, right? If you wanted, if you wanted fancy mall, that's when you went to Northridge. You know, like Mayfair was. Just, <laughs> hmm, no, we're going up to Northridge here for. We're going so was that before fancy Mayfair mall. became Mayfair? Yeah. So Mayfair, you know, kind of, especially after Northridge went down, then Mayfair became like the premier mall. But I remember my mom when we were younger, like, no, I don't want you just hanging around at the mall. She just thought it was ripe for mischief. Like if you're just around with nothing to really do, somebody's going to get in trouble and you're going to get dragged into it. It's still crazy to me that we're broadcasting from an old mall. Like right, We used point. to be, when I first started at ESPN Milwaukee a decade ago, we were right across the street. We were in the federal building, we were in the blue building. So we would come over here because it had a food court, right? Yep. Like So we would go and, man, this place was sad. Like yeah. they, would, they would put up those rats or bears or whatever it was at Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what they were. They were bears. Oh, they were bears. And they played the music, yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a little scary. Like you were, you were a little scared that the one playing the drums would finally get sick of it and come to life and chase you up the escalator <laughs> like a chucky bear <laughs> just right. come off the set and here he comes but, yeah, i mean this th- th- this place was well dying you know b- by the time that uh, whoever came in and bought it now it's doing great with all the different you know things we have with the third the uh, the, the food street options street at the third yeah. street market hall you know that that's an interesting point you bring up though with the with the rats or bears <laughs> because the, the the malls always seem to be ahead of the curve when it came to the holidays right like then they're the first ones that have the santa out now like, it's now it's Starbucks, right? 
Like the, Starbucks, Starbucks is the one that tells us that it's fall. Sports Starbucks is the spice. one that tells. Yep. Now, now we're switching to the red cups. Now it's the <laughs> holiday season. Like so, now we've got to tell time by the Starbucks cups and what's <laughs> right. available on the menu. <laughs> You don't like that? You don't like you don't like the man telling you when it's, when it's no, time. Hey, you I like will celebrate America? when I am well and ready to. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, right. Can't tell me what Labor to do. Day. Can't take Labor Day away from <laughs> no. me. No, summer's still going strong. What are you talking about, pumpkin pumpkin spice? <laughs> when you went to the mall, did you did you ever get down to? Did you ever hit like your big city mall? You might have, uh, so Fox we, River Mall, you guys could have come, you know, so, yeah, probably so, equidistant. Yeah, we, I mean, going valley. up there, I mean, more often for a mall, we would go down to Madison. Like, Madison oh, was sure, probably okay. about 45 minutes away from right there on 151 Oh, there. yeah, you take 151 all the way Straight in Straight shot guy. Yeah, oh, you just take 33, and then you, you know, take a left, and you're just going east <laughs> there on uh, 151. Uh, so we would hit up East Town, would, would kind of be the place, and, and that's where... And I think they have a Dunham's now in Beaverdam, but if I wanted, like, football gloves when I was in, you know, because football gloves oh, yeah. in 2002, you couldn't just go get them anywhere. Like, I had to go to, like, a Dick's Sporting Goods, so I would have to go down to the mall and maybe walk around there, take a look, see if they've got any good, you know, Packers or Brewers or Bucks merchandise I want to buy as well. Get your hot Sam pretzel in. Oh, man. Auntie Anne's, Doused man. in cream cheese. <laughs> 658. Thanks, my friend.